0: Well, well, well. I hope you're having a good time at church today. How many of y'all are having a good time out there? How many are glad you're here today? Come on. How many of y'all are really glad you're here today? Come on. Great, awesome. Here we are, part three renewed. God is renewing our mindset. God's given us a new perspective. How many of y'all could use a new perspective? in life, come on, that is the truth. Just a little while ago, a little ways back, I was, um, I was having trouble accessing our church's website, and um, I was trying to listen to messages that were on there, I was trying to d- get some content that was available, and on my phone, no matter how hard I tried, no matter what I did, I could not get the messages to play, I could not get the content, it was driving me crazy. Can anybody say, I've been there, come on. And so finally, I broke down and I asked somebody for help. So I, I, I said to my son, he was home, I said, I says, Greg, can you, can you help me? I said, I cannot get, listen to the messages. I can't get the content. What's wrong with this? I mean, it took him like, like less than 90 seconds. Doesn't that take you off when people can do things like that? And, then, and so he took it and he says, Dad, you're using the wrong app to get into the website so nothing's going to play. You have to use this other one. And I'll be honest. In the process, I was blaming the website. I was blaming the person who who wrote the website and maintains it. I, I was blaming the iPhone. I was blaming uh, everybody. I was—I mean, I was anybody around me. I was blaming. Come on. Have you ever been there? I was just blaming everybody and everything. When in reality, I just had the wrong application to access this content. This is what most of us do with God. We're trying to access God. We're trying to access who he is, but we're using the wrong app. And because we can't access him, because we can't access who he is and and who he really is, we blame other people and we become victims in the process. And what happens is is we want to download who God is. We want to experience who, who God is, but we can't. Because we have the wrong application. And what this whole series is all about in being renewed is getting a new application by which we can access God. And he can access us with a better perspective. Because we can deal with our our past junk because God is able, amen, amen, and he can do that i know that he can ephesians 4:23 ephesians 4:23:24 here we go we are going to read these verses out loud these are our launching verses every week are you ready there ephesians 4:23 here we go let There we go. If there was ever a good memory verse, that is one. Here it is. We need a new, a new attitude. We need new thoughts. Because why? God has given me a new nature created to be righteous and holy. No, God has given me a new nature. He's given you a new nature by which he's created you to be righteous and holy. The problem is, is we all have stuff and baggage we got to deal with. And so that's the big idea here. So what does it mean really to be renewed? It's a sanctified reasoning. That's what we need. We need a sanctified reasoning to to, to come into our lives so we can reason through a, a sanctified way, not just through human reasoning. And I want to tell you right now in our world, there's this attraction to human reasoning. And human reasoning will never do for you what divine Holy Ghost reasoning can do for you. Right? Come on, there's two questions, two questions that will determine every decision you make in life. Number one is who is God? And number two, who are you? This will determine every decision you make in life. And right now we live in a culture and in a a world by which you can identify with whatever you feel at the moment. And I want to tell you, feelings come and go, but, you, but we're not going to identify with whatever feeling comes on me in any moment. How many of you all thank God for that? Amen. Because we don't have to do that. We can identify with who God has created us to be, righteous and holy according to our new nature that's who he's created me to be. It's not based on what I feel or what I think. It's based on the truth of the word of God. Aren't you glad that we get the truth of the word of God to base our lives on? So we want to uncover and overcome. How many of y'all would like to uncover your stuff? And How would you, How many of y'all are looking to overcome some stuff? Come on, I've been, I've been at this 40-some years as a Christ follower, and I'm still overcoming stuff. And I'm not gonna stop overcoming Until I go see Jesus. No, I'm not. See, see, people ask me all the time. They say, Pastor, why do you keep? Why is this message? This this theme comes up over and over. No matter if you give me one theme, one thing to preach the rest of my life, it's going to be to help people truly get free from their past. I'm telling you, listen. Because you know why? Over four decades of being a Christ follower and following Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, this is what trips up most people in their walk with God. They go to church and they do good things, but they never get transformed from the inside out and they never get a new perspective on God and a perspective on life. J- they just, all they change is 90 minutes on Sunday morning. And God wants to change everything about your life. He's able. He's more than capable. Come on. Come on, my God can't change all of me. He must be pretty small. Come on. And my God's big enough. And I see people all the time use human reasoning and they're not approaching life as the spiritual warfare we are in. Do you know there's spiritual warfare over your life? And we're trying to do it with human reasoning. I watch it happen in church all the time. To me, this is my opinion, my perspective. I, most people fall out of church, fall away from God because they're using human reasoning, not sanctified reasoning. They never get to the place where their reasoning in their mindsets become sanctified and holy unto God. And what I'm about to, what we're communicating to you is about getting you free because we want to fight the right battle. Amen? So here's the big idea. If you want to get renewed, the big idea, we've been communicating it, reveal plus remove plus replace. If you want to get renewed, you got to reveal it, you got to remove it, and you got to replace it. This is the big idea here. Okay, many people acknowledge they have stuff, or many people acknowledge they used to have stuff, but I'm telling you, if you're not, if you're not, keeping, if you're not continually dealing with your baggage and keeping it out of the way, it's going to get in the way of God. I'm just telling you that right now. So we're going to jump into 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Apostle Paul is defending his apostolic authority. Defending his apostolic authority. Many people were challenging his authority. And, and instead of, you know, instead of in this couple of verses that we're looking at, he starts talking about why there's a mindset about God that's a problem. That's, that, that, that's so vitally important. Before I go on, I just want I to, I can't not do this while I'm preaching here, is um, before I read these verses and begin to unpack them for you, I just want to acknowledge a, uh, a, a married couple that's here today, and uh, Jared and Mary got married yesterday, and they do youth <laughs> ministry here, and, uh, and, uh. They didn't know I was going to do that, but I'm going to do it anyhow. And uh, they, uh, they do an awesome job leading our student ministry. They really do. They do a great job leading our student ministry. They're awesome, awesome ministers of God. They had a very God-honoring day. And, and here they are at church at the day after they got married. Says, I'm saying they're better than, I, better than I was when I got married. Come on, somebody. And, um, and, and if you didn't have the opportunity, I'm going to do this. I, I'm just going to go for it. You, you didn't have the opportunity to be there yesterday and, and bless them. You can still bless them today. You can go up to them afterwards today, and you can give them what we call a Pentecostal handshake. And, uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, you, you just roll up a five or a 10, whatever it is in your palm and you hand it to them and you give them a little handshake and, and, uh, COVID or no COVID, they're going to take that handshake. <laughs> and, um, and so you can bless them. You, you, you can bless them. I'm just, I, they didn't ask me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyhow. I, uh and I'm just going to do that and so maybe God will move on your heart you can still bless people because I'm telling you when the Holy Ghost and this is, and people say why is that called a Pentecostal handshake because when you, when you get full of the Holy Ghost you love to give amen. you just love to bless people you love to be generous and it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter I'm going to be a generous person that's what generosity does amen so that was my little commercial how many of you all like that little commercial but congratulations, you two. We love you so much. You guys are great. Okay, back to the word. Back to the regular uh, station here. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Here we go. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For the pulling down, casting down, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought Captivity to the obedience of christ here let 's unpack this a little bit so we can get to the message. Here we go, verse four verse four let 's look at some things here what he 's asked us to do is pull down that means destroy, demolish, strongholds are castles they 're safe places actually, you can see you can see in Old Testament. Um, example of one in 1 Samuel 22, actually. They're safe places that people run to, and that's what strongholds are. Unfortunately, we're looking to look at the negative aspects, but actually strongholds can be a very positive thing as well. Now, some people in different translations, they just, just catch me for a second on different words that are used here. Some use pretensions, speculations, lofty opinions, high things, Imaginations, thought processes, are human reasoning. Let me read to these. I want you to catch this word. Because it's so, I, this, every word captures a different aspect of what's in our mind and what's in our thought process. And here we go. Let me just read them to you again. Pretensions, speculations, lofty opinions, high things, imaginations, thought patterns, human reasoning. This is what as strongholds are in our life. They become human reasoning that we run to here, and and, and, and what the apostle Paul's saying: you got to destroy these things. You got to take them out because they dictate our attitudes and thoughts. Two things are needed to remove strongholds according to this. Two things. you got to catch this. This is the big idea today. Weapons mighty through God. I'm going to give you a verse later on in this in Colossians. You need a weapon that's mighty in God. You need divine power, and then you need some personal responsibility. It's not just all up to God. It's not just all up to you. God does his part. You do your part, and we meet in the middle. Come on, somebody. And that's what we do. And uh, and actually Psalm 144, he trains my hands for war. That was the personal responsibility part there. So strongholds are not gonna tear themselves down all on their own. Now this is what happens. We get a thought and then it moves to an imagination. How many of y'all have ever had imaginations? Like as an adult imaginations, come on. Do Do you ever get them? Do you ever get imaginations about what other people think of you? How many of you ever get imaginations all the time? Thank you. How many of you ever get imaginations about how you think of you? Yeah. And then, did you ever get an argument in your head? Has that ever happened to you? You're like arguing in your head. And then, like, did it ever like occur to you? Step back and go. I'm arguing in my head. There's nobody I'm arguing with right now. See that, that? That that that's those are strongholds. Those are things that come into our brain. Those are things there. And then you see thoughts go to imaginations, which go on to arguments. And which go on to strongholds which dictate our behavior, which creates an idol. Idol is anything that comes before you and God. Well, I don't have any statues in my yard, I don't have idols. Yeah, but we all, everybody, everybody at one time or another has a temptation to build an idol in your life. I'm not saying you have to, but you, you, you can do it. You can. See, strongholds start off in, 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 in different ways. I've shared mine before, and some people are saying, Pastor Rick, why do you keep sharing about your stuff? Because it's just better for me to share about mine than yours. How <laughs> many say amen to that? Amen. Okay, but you want me to use yours, I can, okay? Just, just give me the nod, and I'll do it, okay? You know, most of my life, I've dealt with a lot of insecurity and illegitimacy. I, I, I grew up the youngest of four boys. Uh, my oldest brother's most studious lawyer. One could fix anything. Very integrity. One was m- most friendly. I barely got through school. I graduated high school. Not, I, I, I had seventh grade reading level. I didn't have much in my life. Over and over and over through my life, people told me over and over and over, you're going to fail. You're no good. You're going to fail. You're, you'll never succeed. Over and over and over in my life, I was told this. You don't know how many times people told me I'm gonna fail. You don't know how many people I even had, I was so bad, even nuns told me I was gonna fail. I'm not lying to you, I am telling you the truth. Over and over and over, let alone I live, I live in good old Pittsburgh. Blue, blue blue-collar town. Come on, blue-collar town that has we work hard, we we work hard for ourselves. You gotta prove yourself by what you do. Am I right? See, there were some things that happened on the outside, on the end, but there were some things that I internalized. And what happened, slowly but surely, occurrence after occurrence, I start building myself a bona fide stronghold, a barrier between me and others and me and God. Now, nobody, nobody, nobody told me about these things um, early on. As a matter of fact, I was a Christian for years and years and years and I never knew about strongholds in the way that I'm communicating with you right now. I I just, I, I was trying hard. I did my best. I was doing this, but I didn't realize that all these situations in my life were creating a barrier between me and God and me and others. Mine just happens to be insecurity and illegitimacy. That's just mine. I'm going to give you a list of 10 things And uh, unless the 10 most common, you might want to just take a picture of this. They're at the very end there, um, all the way down to the very end. I'm sorry, I'm skipping around on you. (laughs) I apologize, kind (laughs) of. And uh, um, illegitimacy. And I'm going to give you a verse for each one. I'm going to give you a verse. And then rejection. Abandonment hopelessness and worthlessness. Just leave it there for a second. Now there's verses attached to each one of this because you don't have to live with your stronghold. You don't have to live with your mental stronghold anymore. And if you're one of those people that have been there, done that, I dealt with that, never have to deal with it again, I'm just going to tell you, you need to deal with it again. Once a year, I do a real serious personal inventory on my life. I sit down with somebody and I talk with them. Actually, I do it a lot more than once a year, but once a year, I do a concentrated, like, I'm going to do some house cleaning. I have to in my life. Let's go to that next list there, the same one um, identity issues, immorality. Oh, that verse on immorality. I, Such were some of you. Many people in this room right now, you're, you're dealing with past immorality in your life and adultery and um, all kinds of sexual experiences. This verse is for you. Such were some of you. When you come to Christ, that doesn't define you anymore. Fear, unforgiveness. These are just the 10 most common. In the Bridge city church, we want you free from your strongholds. We want you free from the attitudes and thought processes. And I'm explaining this because it's so vitally important to us because this creates an idol that separates us from God, and a lot of times we begin to worship what happened to us rather than allow God to change us from the inside out. See you, see that's what see this is victim mentality. Everybody did this to me. I'm just a product of my environment. I can't change. I can't change the way I view. This is the old application. You're trying to see God through an old app. This is a barrier. You with me? So let's look at verse 5, and I'm going to come back to this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, casting down, we're to pull down, demolish the arguments. The arguments defined are imagination, speculations, human reasoning. Every high thing, every high thing is a barrier that separates us. This is the lofty things. This is the speculation. These are the arguments that you have in your head. Are you with me? There's some definitions there. If you could hit this. I know I'm skipping around on you. Please forgive me. Um, thoughts and perceptions. I, just, I want you to get this because it, it is rooted in this text right here. So we're to take thoughts captive, and let's leave that up there for a minute, please. We're to take thoughts captive, which has the idea of holding at the length of a spear. See, when the Bible was written, in, in, that Roman sh- soldiers would have a spear. And when they would have a, a, somebody captive, they would hold them at the length of a spear. Because they could direct and guide them with the, with the end of that spear. Okay, and so, so th- that's what happens. He's saying, okay, now you got to take your thoughts and keep them, keep them away with a spear. What, we, what we, we would have an example of this nowadays, that when, when you get arrested, or I say if you ever have been, hopefully you won't anymore, um, when they handcuff you, they never handcuff you in the, in the front, because you can do a lot with your arms in the front. They handcuff you around back. And there's a reason, this is the modern day, because right in between the, the handcuffs there, they can hold on to that chain and they can direct you with minimal movement. They can, they can lead you direct, because it, they're saying. So what, what happens is, is we're being handcuffed by our thoughts and our attitudes. And what the Apostle Paul is saying, you need to flip the script and grab that handcuff and tell your thoughts where to go. And just, you gotta start telling your thoughts where to go. You need to start leading, leading yourself spiritually where God wants you to go. Does that make sense to you today? See, many of us are handcuffed. We can't live our lives the way God created us to be. God's saying, no, we're gonna, I'm gonna flip it, I'm gonna, we're gonna lead. We're gonna lead and guide like that. Listen, I, I unfortunately know what it's like to be handcuffed and led like that. It is not fun. And I know that it doesn't take much movement. When you're handcuffed like that, for people to lead you, it's not good. But that's what's happening to us. Do you know that we have some strongholds right here in Murraysville? No, I'm serious. At Bridge City Church, Murraysville, we got some strongholds right here. No, I, I, I mean, we, you don't understand, even in Pittsburgh, how, how negative people are in Pittsburgh how skeptical. Pride and rebellion runs rampant. Self-dependence is a, goes high. You don't think these mindsets are contrary to what God wants to do in your life? You say, well, that's not me. I go to church. No, we grew up in an area that has these things, and so we naturally can think this way. We naturally are predisposed to thinking that way. And we have to fight against it because the lies create distortions and they separate us from God. See, I come out here, I get a little bit free, and I go back here because I'm safer. Because I see everything through illegitimacy and I see everything through insecurity. Am I with you? Come on. Come on. And and, and we all have it. It's like somebody who deals with a lot of rejection, they look for every opportunity to be rejected. And, and, And this is the way we view our world rather than saying, no, I need to get rid of the barriers, these high things, these lofty things, these opinions that are separating me from God and are creating a bad identity in me. See, change your thinking, change your life. Do you know where my main spiritual warfare is? It's right here in my head. How about you? Come on, is it right here? It's right here. God's already given me the victory. Listen, let me, let me read to you right now. Romans chapter eight. I, it, you just write this down, Romans eight. You wanna read everything from 31 to the end of the chapter 39. Write that down, you're gonna need this. I, I'm helping you right now, read, write that down. Because it talks about everything that comes against you. But in, in, in right here, see we gotta choose, are we gonna be a victim Or, in verse 37, despite all these things, that means despite insecurity, despite rejection, despite um, sexual immorality, but despite what's going on in the world around us, which is so crazy right now, despite what they're teaching in schools right now, despite all this craziness. And there's a lot of craziness going on. I'm telling you, it's blowing my mind what's happening right now. But, but, but catch this, this is a word for us today. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours. Amen. Yeah. Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Now, now let me tell you this. Like when the Steelers play, and, and if they win, and you would say it's an overwhelming victory, what would the score be? What would the score be? 30 to nothing, 50 to to three, come on, wouldn't that be overwhelming? Do you know what God wants to give you? An overwhelming victory. That's what he's created you to have, overwhelming victory, where it's like it wasn't even close. See, too many of us are sweating it out to the end of the game, sweating it out, trying to figure it out, and God said, I want to give you an overwhelming victory, Your boss is not your problem. Your spouse is not your problem. Your your bank account is not your problem. Your car is not the problem. Your education is not the problem. You gotta get rid of all that stuff. You can't go there. You can't go there. No, the overwhelming victory is ours because why? I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, not death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor fears, nor today, or worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, or in Washington, DC, or Hollywood, or anywhere else all that stuff comes from. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ, Lord, our Savior. Bam. No, see you got to catch this. See 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 we're blaming everybody else we're blaming every other thing when really we have barriers that are separating us. And we got to keep them exposed. We got to keep moving forward here. What is our divine power? Our divine power, Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. Catch this. I don't care what your stronghold is, I don't care what's trying to separate you is. Come on, you were dead because of your sins, because your sinful nature. Come on, then God made you alive. Come on, did God make you alive? No, did God make you alive? Come on, with Christ when he forgave all your sins, aren't you happy about that? But it doesn't stop there. He canceled the record that was set against you. There was a record of all these things set against me that God canceled when Jesus died on the cross. He didn't just die for a couple of my little sins. He died for everything that was done to me and everything done by me. Come on. All that stuff. And he disarmed the spiritual rulers and the principalities that were set against me. That is my divine power right there. That is the divine power that I have in my life. He disarmed them. So I admit, See, but see, when I admit I have these issues, it's not accepting this is just the way, this is my lot in life. No, the power of God is more than enough. The power of God's more than enough to handle my stuff, to handle my hurts, to handle my pain. Come on, we gotta put a song in our mouth. I hear those chains falling. Come on, come on, how many of you hear that today? I hear the chains falling because of what Jesus did on the cross. Not because of my human, I think I can reasoning, not because things are working out in my life, not because I have it easy, not because it's perfect, but because of what Jesus Christ has done in my life. Amen. That's the divine power. So I'm gonna begin taking some of these things and I'm gonna begin one by one laying them at the cross. Come on. That's where they believe, that's where they belong. One by one, I am not gonna to tolerate this stuff anymore. Come on, this is not going to define me any longer. Come on, I'm going to lay it right there at the cross. I'm going to get rid of these barriers brick by brick and time by time. I'm just going to get moving right there. Come on, you you should see what they do with these in the airlines. I ain't doing nothing you haven't been done. Come on, that's what happens right there. There we go. Come on, it's about to get good in here. Come on, somebody. Come on, see these barriers, I don't have to live with them anymore. See, I'm telling you, many people have just accepted this is as good as it gets for you. And I'm here to tell you that this isn't as good as it gets for you. And if you'll put in the work and allow the divine power of God to work in your life, you can get free. You will get free. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours. Are you with me now? I'm just going to leave all this stuff where it belongs, right there. Oh, yeah, and you're going to go too. <laughs> Boom. And this is where we get to live. We get to live free without baggage. Don't you want to get free from your baggage? Yes. So Jesus does the hard work. Now, I said, Jesus does the hard work. You just got to go with it. No, I'm saying you, you just got to be willing to go with it. And you gotta be willing to keep your stuff exposed. You know, this week, you know, when you preach like this and you got this thing burning in your heart, you you better believe you get challenged a day in and day out. And so last last Sunday, I was challenged. I mean, I I felt so dishonored and disrespected. And to be honest, if I would, if I would, if I would tell you what happened, I think I had a right to be. I mean, I was dishonored, and I was very disrespected. And how many men out there know that's not good? Like, one, thank you. Thank Two, okay, thank you. Okay. In theory, okay, no, no, come on, I just felt that way. And, and I'm gonna tell you, it hit a button in my life. How many of y'all know when you have a button that can get hit in your life, you have something unhealed? Stop blaming everybody else for, for hitting that button that's getting a response and get. Rid of that button that keeps getting hit. Just a thought. <laughs> you with me? Yes. And and I felt this way. I'm going to tell you, it it hurt me. I was hurt. I was. I had a legitimate hurt. I felt upset, and and I I wanted to lash out. Thank God, I didn't. I, I didn't do it. I can say it with a pure heart. But the next that next day in the morning, I just got up with Jesus, and I said, Okay, here's the lie. The lie is that that you're not worthy of any honor and you're not worthy of respect. (laughs) See, when I identified it, now I can fight it. I identified it, now I can say, this is the spiritual warfare. I says, wait a minute, I'm a child of God as many as are led by the spirit of God are sons of God and God has not given me a spirit of fear in which I am a slave God has given me the spirit which I cry out Abba Father and then God took me to Psalm 15 about who gets to go into the holy hill who gets to abide in the sanctuary and I started reading that over and over he actually had worship night this last week God reminded me again I started reading it over and over I'm like take that devil And then I began saying, I am a man that can be honored. I am a man of character. I am a man of integrity. God has created me to be righteous and holy. And what people do to me will not define me. This is what I literally said out loud. I'm not making this up. I'm just giving you, this is just one week in the life. And I'm telling you, that circumstance didn't change, but I changed. That circumstance was the same, but I'm telling you something inside of me changed. And I want you to get the, 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 there's on every other seat there, there's this card, it's renewed and there's a lie, truth, declaration. Come on, get. they're, they're on, your, on your seats. I want you to get one and maybe you'll have to move around or share one or, or if you need one, we'll, 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 get, we'll get one to you. There's a whole bunch on empty seats. You got to get one of these. I'm telling you, if, guys, do we have any more, I don't even know if we do. There's some on empty seats. Can you just come up here and get the ones on empty seats? Who needs one of these? Anybody need one of these? Yeah, come on. There's a couple. That, yeah, just grab them. Just don't take them off anybody. Just don't grab them out their hands. Just um, Okay, this is what it is right here. You can, you, can just, you can take a picture of that or write it down. I'm telling you, church, this works. Amen. Do you know how many times I had to do this this week? Who needs one? Anybody else need one? Come on. Look, if you'll begin, just, just look up front here. If you, don't, if you don't have, I'll give you mine. I got one written on at home. And um, listen, if you'll begin to identify the lie and replace it with a, a scripture, with the word of God, yeah. then begin to war out loud, make a declaration. God's going, God's going to begin to do something inside of you. Amen. I'm telling you this, it works. The Bible works works God's way works it'll change your marriage it'll change the way you work it'll change your finances you mean I'll get more money I'm not telling you will get more money but you'll look at the money you do have a lot different because you'll, you'll see it different it works so how do you remove once you identify this is my thing this is what I want you to do First of all, you need a word of God. Get a verse. Get a scripture. Get the word of God inside of you and begin. You've got you to get that word in your mouth. you got to get that word coming out of your mouth. Are you with me now? Some of you are thinking, you're going old school, Pastor. We don't quote the word anymore. Oh, I'm telling you this. If you're going to be part of Bridge City Church, we're going to be quoting the word a little more. Come on, we're priming a pump spiritually. We said that at the beginning of the year. We were going to do this with song. We're going to keep doing it. The word of God. Then you need to war out loud. Stop meditating and entertaining thoughts and start telling your thoughts where to go. Um, Then you need to be with somebody. you got to do it with somebody. you got to get somebody to help you. you got to get somebody alongside that's going to help you unpack your baggage. Aren't you happy about unpacking your baggage? How many of you all know you got some stuff in there? But you get that stuff out, and you you start to go with somebody, and you get the word of God, and you war out loud, and you begin to make declarations. I'm telling you, the spirit of God is going to give you overwhelming victory. On June 16th, on a Wednesday night coming up, all the men, where's my men? Okay, all the men here. We're going to get together right here. All, all, all four locations are going to meet that night, and we're going to get together for a men's wing night. Come on, how many of y'all sounds like God already? Come on, somebody. Now, how many of you ladies, you'd like, you'd like a wing night? Okay, you got to wait till August. We saved the best wings till last. <laughs> So we're gonna do one of these we're gonna do something like this for ladies in August, but the guys, right before Father's Day, we're gonna build you up. We're gonna encourage you. Men of God, you need to you need to get here that night at six thirty. We're gonna have some wings, but we're gonna we're gonna have some men right here in, in a part of our church share that night. Um, uh, Dan Wilson's going to share. Dan, raise your hand. And Mike Fruin, he's not here. Mike Hutfliss and uh, Adam, right here. They're all going to share. T- they're going to share that night on on pillars of being a man. How many of y'all men can you can you make it out here that Wednesday night? Come on. How many of y'all going to just come on out? Okay. If you don't, it's going to be more wings for us. But I'm telling you, you need to come. I'd, I'd rather share them with you. Come on. See. Listen. You got to catch this, men. Why are we doing this together? Why are we doing it? I'm telling you why. Because we need to get the word of God in us and we need to be encouraged. We're going to build you up. Your overwhelming victory can be, can be yours. You know, I know as a man of God, and I'm telling you right now, there's a challenge in our culture, in our society. Don't, d- d- you can't be a man of God. You'll never amount to anything. Come on, I, I, I'm, I can't wait to preach this in two weeks. I'm going to start preaching it right now. I got to be careful. Um, but, 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 uh, um, that God, can, God can free you God's going to give us some overwhelming victory because I don't have to be ruled by what society and culture tells me I am a man of God I am filled with righteousness and holy and come on, and that's what God's created me to be come on, if you've received something from heaven today could you stand to your feet right now just stand to your feet right now if you've received something from heaven come on, did you receive something from God today come on, I am telling you it works if you'll work it how many of y'all agree? You're gonna you're gonna fill out your sheet. And you're gonna begin. To, how many of y'all agreeing to do that right now? Come on, y'all agree to do that? Come on, y'all y'all gonna do it? If you'll do it, I'm telling you, it's going out loud. Get with somebody. Watch your life change? Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person here today, Lord. I thank you for this great group of people, and I thank you for freedom over each and every one. The mindsets, attitudes, and and thoughts that aren't of you. Even people in this room right now that are thinking they're. Uh, uh, their their relationships or their marriages are are never going to amount to anything i just oh man, just take authority. God, grant them the grace to take authority over that. For everybody in this room right now that's thinking, I'm going to be alone all my life. I'm never going to have somebody. God, I take a, help them to take authority over that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, for those that in the room right now that are thinking, I don't have enough money. I never will. God, we take authority over that in Jesus' name. God, God, I just grant the grace, grant grace, grant grace, grant grace right now in Jesus' name grant grace. Now, we're going to worship to a song right now. We're going to worship to a song. And I just want you, whatever, it, maybe one of those strongholds came to mind. You said, oh, that's me. Whatever song they're going to sing right now, I just want you to submit it to God. Now, remember, God did his part on the cross. Jesus did his. So this is how we do our part. We surrender to God right now and just reach up to heaven. Come on, just reach up to heaven right now. Just reach up there. Reach up to heaven and say, Daddy, here I am. Daddy, Daddy, change my attitude. Help me change my thoughts. Come on, let's reach up to heaven. Let's worship God together. In Jesus' name.